and welcome back to Huck of a Book. I'm your host, Ellie Mano, age 13, and for the 110th official episode of Hook of a Book, I'll be reviewing an outstanding middle grade book that is unlike any I've ever read. The Swifts, A Dictionary of Scoundrels by Beth Lincoln, with illustrations by Claire Powell. The Swifts was released on February 7th, 2023. I received an advanced reader's copy. Thank you, Penguin Young Readers. I truly loved this book so much. Beth Lincoln's writing will draw you in, and Claire Powell's illustrations are incredibly well drawn. I really found the concept for the Swifts unique. You'll see why when I give you the summary in just a second. It sort of reminded me of the Mysterious Benedict Society, but I'm not exactly sure why. I think it might have been the writing style. Anyway, I'm so glad I get to share this book with you. Let me read you a summary of The Swifts, a dictionary of scoundrels, right now. Definitions are important in the Swift family. When a new child is born into the family, they are given a name and a definition. They're expected to match that definition when they grow up. So far, Shenanigan Swift is doing a pretty good job of that. She's a bit mischievous and a troublemaker. Her sister, Phenomena, is also matching her definition pretty well, being drawn to science. Shenanigan is preparing for the big Swift family reunion, where she's going to connect with distant relatives she hasn't seen in a long time. The reunion is going great, until something awful, terrible, horrible happens. Great Aunt Schadenfreude, the matriarch, head of the Swift family, is pushed down the stairs. The shove proves to be deadly, and all of a sudden, there's a mystery in the Swift house. Shenanigan knows it's up to her to figure out who pushed Great Aunt Schadenfreude. The thing is, she barely knows any of these relatives. And who would have a good motive? With the help of Phenomena, her science-loving sister, and Earth, her new friend, Shenanigan starts to investigate the tragic occurrence. The killer could be anyone in the house. Different motives uncover themselves, and soon Earth, Shenanigan, and Phenomena are overwhelmed. Red herrings abound, and each misleading clue takes them farther from the truth. But it seems the person who shoved Great Aunt Schadenfreude isn't satisfied yet. The Swift House is no longer safe. Shenanigan, Earth, and Phenomena seem to have hit a dead end. What's more, solving this mystery is not the only project Shenanigan is working on. In fact, she's been hoping to hunt for Great Uncle Vile's long-lost treasure. Could these two mysteries be related? What was the reason for killing Great Aunt Schadenfreude? All of a sudden, evidence starts to come together, and Shenanigan, Earth, and Phenomena are not too far away from the truth. But does everyone want to know the truth? Relatives assume Shenanigan is simply living up to her definition throughout trying to solve the mystery. They think she's just making more trouble for the family. But Shenanigan is not trying to make shenanigans anymore. Why won't the adults work together with Earth, Phenomena, and Shenanigan? As she gets closer to the truth, Shenanigan realizes that it might be time to redefine herself. Like I said, I think the idea of names being definitions is a really cool concept. I literally have no idea how Beth Lincoln thought of that, but I'm certainly glad she did. Shenanigan was a compelling character who was a little bit misunderstood. I'm so glad I got to read this ARC. If you like books such as The Encourageable Children of Ashton Place, you'll definitely like this book. 
Before I read the passage, I want to let you know that when I received the book, it was, to quote the publisher, uncorrected text, so there may be some differences between the ARC and the finished version. Let me read you a passage from the Swifts right now. The study was warm and quiet, the fire already crackling expectantly and a fresh cup of tea waiting on the table by Aunt Schadenfreude's chair. Maelstrom swept everything off the desk, and he and Candor piled up cushions and blankets so Cook could lay Aunt Schadenfreude down on top of it. Even unconscious, she was frowning. Candor struggled with her aunt's iron collar. How do I get this thing off? You don't, said Cook. She had it fitted years ago. And I bet she's never looked back since. Candor chuckled weakly. Sorry, bad joke. She put it on when she became matriarch, Cook said shortly. She didn't elaborate. When will she wake up? Shenanigan was startled by the sound of her own voice. It seemed to come from very far away. We don't know, Candor said. But I'm sure she will. Many people recover from accidents like these. This didn't make Shenanigan feel better. Everything was wrong. It was as if the floor and the ceiling had changed places. Her aunt was the most upright person Shenanigan knew. She even slept upright. Seeing her lying down was almost the same as seeing her dead. Out of the corner of her eye, she spotted Phenomena and Felicity whispering. Shenanigan left the adults debating what to say to the rest of the family. Her cane was at the top of the stairs, not the bottom. Phenomena hissed to Felicity. And the carpet is wrong, too. Remember when Shenanigan was a toddler and tripped on a loose edge? She fell the entire length of the staircase. Yes, I remember, said Felicity crossly. She bounced. And to keep it from happening again, Cook nailed the edges of the carpet in place. So? So, when I looked, those nails had been pulled free. Someone would have to have done that deliberately. And her cane was meters away from the top of the stairs. She didn't just drop it. What are you saying? asked Shenanigan. Phenomena looked at her gravely. I'll need to grab my junior forensics kit to be certain, but it looks like before she fell, someone grabbed Aunt Schadenfreude's stick from her and tossed it aside. And it looks like after she fell, someone pulled up the carpet to make it look like she tripped. And in between? And in between, they pushed her. It's attempted murder, shenanigan. I chose to read that passage, too, because it takes place when Great Aunt Schadenfreude has just been pushed down the stairs. And the Swifts realized that her accident was not an accident. I would honestly be so scared after that happened, but I think throughout the book, Shenanigan handles the events really well. Phenomena and Earth were awesome side characters, too. And I really enjoyed how well-developed all of the characters in the Swifts are. Hey, do you know what time it is? It's time for a... Message for the grown-ups. Hey adults! So, in the Swifts, there's nothing inappropriate. There is some death, but the story is told in a slightly whimsical, not gory way. There isn't anything you really need to be concerned about. I'd recommend this book for kids ages 10 to 13. Now, it's time for the last segment on Hook of a Book. What emotion? You know the rules. Okay, drum roll, please. 
the emotion I felt when finishing this book was... Satisfied. I was so excited to see how this mystery would be resolved, and I was not disappointed. Beth Lincoln did a fantastic job writing this book. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Hook of a Book this week. If you have a book you want me to review on the show, you can email me at hookofabookpodcast at gmail.com or leave your request and a comment on Spotify. You can also send in a voice message that might be featured on a future episode. The links are in the episode description. To stay up to date with all things Hook of a Book related, you can check out Hook of a Book's Instagram. Sometimes additional book recommendations that aren't on the show will be featured there. The link is in the podcast description. Remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep on reading. Ellie out. Thank you.